Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Hello and welcome back to our show. Today we're going to talk about our goals for next year and as well as reflecting on what we did this year and what we're going to take for next year and what we're going to leave behind in 2021. Wow. Already 2022, year three of the pandemic. How are you feeling, Emily? <laughs> I'm feeling weird. I, You know, for some reason, I, I feel like the pandemic has been happening for the last five years. It's just like prolonged. Exactly. And then when I literally go on Google and research, like pandemic it only started a year and a half ago like march 2020 and i'm like wait i thought it was like march 2010 you know what i'm saying it's just so long it's just been too long for us but like you know for example my fr my best friend in china shire like she's been dealing with it for much longer, longer. but yeah like, i totally understand it's just it's crazy because i i want to say like people like humans we're so capable of adapting because if you would have told me like after like you know I'm obsessed with Camus and I, I read the plague at least five times and if you would have told me that that was going to be us that that's going to be like our new normal I would have been like fuck out of here yeah and now <laughs> and now it's like oh yeah what do you mean I'm going back into the office I'm, I'm good I can stay here forever in my little apartment life goes on life does go on Overall, in terms of 2021 for myself, like, number one, honestly, I don't know where all the time has went. Like, how is it December already? Yes! Crazy. And at the same time, I mean, you know, Rosa's already 30, but, like, I'm turning 30 next year. And I'm pretty Thank sure you, you felt this Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I, you might have, again, you might have felt this, but I feel like I've accomplished so much, but yet so little at the same time. Like, when I and I, we might do another episode on this, but I feel like when I'm reaching thirty, like I in my head because of external influences and how I expected myself to be at where I am at thirty, I feel like I've just like not reached some of my like goals in life. And again, that's like comparison too, but it's just like it's such a milestone. And like in thirty, should I already have kids? Like you know, a long life partner? Like. Should I progress more in my career? And I think these are all questions that I try to ask myself. But at the same time, be like, wait, we are all on our own paths. And it really yes. doesn't make sense to compare. It's just hard, you know? Like, the reality is it's just really fucking hard to do it sometimes. But I'm always constantly checking myself when I do have those thoughts. Yeah, that's good, Emily. Like, I mean, for me, turning 30 wasn't, like, a big deal because we were, like quarantine or something like almost quarantine i don't even remember because i literally everything something bad happens i just try to erase it from my <laughs> but for me i just feel like the pandemic took my 29s like you know the, the last year of my 20s and i could have done a lot more drugs and party a lot harder you know <laughs> i felt like i still had a little bit more in me before i became a house cat <laughs> and i mean i still can get it on you know like i went to miami in may and i still party like a rock star but i just feel like in terms of that i think that for example like i really i have met a lot of people recently 
now that like I actually do things outside and it has helped me because I feel like I need to like one of my goals for next year and a little bit all over the place is like meeting more people like actually France like Paris becoming like my home right mm -hmm. and I think because of the pandemic I haven't like I wasn't able to and I think that's one of the things that like I have started working on this this year and hopefully next year is going to be even better like to actually talk to more people because like for example like I moved in here like 2019 I think 2000 yeah 2019 and like the pandemic like I was uh in an internship and then all of my friends kind of finished our internships we finished our masters and everybody moved around and then I didn't like I had like old friends obviously that I still friends with but I didn't start like a new click or anything like I met people to my boyfriend and stuff like that but like I want to meet like my own friends kind of thing and I'm working on that I feel like I'm more like in my way but I feel like in my I, what I wanted more to be when I'm 30 to be more settled like mm, in yeah. the city that I'm in yeah I think that that's such a great That's awesome. That's an amazing. That's an amazing goal. And I think for me, I thought I'd be settled at 30. Same, same idea. But like in my entire like life, like in all aspects of my life. And now that I'm not, it's like, shit, does every 30 year old probably goes through this? It's just such a huge marker in your life, especially as a woman, right? Mm -hmm. When you're thinking, and I like talked to, you know, Tina, my therapist about it. But for women, it's like there's a certain age where you really can't produce children anymore. Or it's like harder for you to produce children or, you know, there's like a higher risk of defects. And so like if I'm backtracking to that age, which you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like 35, 36 where it just gets like harder and riskier. It essentially means that like I either need to be in a relationship within the next year or two and that's it. Because like if you're in a relationship, okay, let's say you're in a relationship, then like two or three years later you get married and then you want to make sure you have like a breathing room to like hang out with your partner and like you live your life before you get kids. Like I, that process needs to start now. And I think it's just like the subconscious reality of that makes me so anxious about this, like this particular like relationship part of my life. Uh, yeah, it doesn't help all my friends are getting married next year as well, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really hard. Like, I mean, I feel like, I mean, my mom's an obstetrician. So like after a certain age, everything's a tertiary pregnancy. So like it's high risk. But I mean, first of all, you have to check like your family history. There's yeah. a lot of like, for example, in my dad's side, there's women that have had kids at like 39 and the kids were okay. So it just depends on like your genes, right? And also like, especially now, like we can freeze our eggs. Like there's more options, you know? Uh, but at the same time, like, For me, for example, that wasn't like a thing because I don't want to have kids. Like, I I'm a withering flower. Like, that's the said, all my eggs are being gone. Like, you know, like I don't care. Like, I honestly have taken birth control for so long because of my period pains, because of endometriosis, whatever. That like I don't even think, and even if I wanted to, I don't think I can. You know. I see. I mean, it's not even like I always say, like, be safe, you know, but sometimes I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, with my partner. Right, right, okay. <laughs> that would like 10 other men in your life. Uh, but we are definitely going way off track. I want to make sure yeah. you have space for you. So how do you felt your year or this year has went for you? I mean, honestly, I think in terms of traveling, I got to see everyone, like, except you, Emily. Because you suck and you didn't come to Miami. No, just kidding. But, like, <laughs> I got to see everyone. Um, it was, I mean, for the most part, 
I mean, it was hard because I feel like I I really needed to see everyone. I, I mean, for example, like I didn't see you and it was hard. Like I really wanted to go to New York to see everyone because for me, like my relationships are very important. And like my not only with my family, but with my friends. And because I travel a lot, I have friends for everywhere. So it was really important for me to see everyone because that whole year of being apart from from all of your friends and like just not being able to leave because again I was in France so we actually were quarantined and like we even had a curfew later on and it was a lot harder so I think actually being able to see my friends and travel more you know and like that was good that was good in terms of work I think that I finally like got my footing like and actually looking for a different position now um I am oh, the nice. in I am the same the, company or like maybe but who knows because I am literally the worst person like today yesterday somebody called me for a job and today the same company emailed me and I haven't replied because I'm like oh I'm not in the mood I will do it after I come back <laughs> from my vacation <laughs> like I'm just like literally the worst but I actually am thinking of like getting a different job because I feel like I have learned as much as I can from my job right now and I want to look other ways. I think I, in terms of like reading this year, I have read a lot more, like a lot more. And I think I find a passion for reading. And like, I went back to the theater and did more cultural stuff. For me, that's very important. I did volunteer hours. I volunteered in the American Library here in Paris. And so I, I feel like giving back to the community, that's something that I would like to do more next year. Mm-hmm. so I, I started doing that and I don't know I I've well also we got the apartment so that has been like a dark hole of like you know energy yeah, my brother came for stuff. two months like I had friends coming over a lot so that was awesome so overall I think there's a lot of good things that happen that's awesome but I think it's also like being able to pinpoint like now what do I want to do in terms of myself right mm-hmm. like I don't know like if you have any like for example like mental health goals for me it's more like I have had like very high highs and very low lows this year like I like for example like going weeks without just just working from my bed and so now that we have two rooms and obviously it's a privilege like I'm forcing myself I have put everything in this office slash uh uh de me like uh guest room and so i am forcing myself to get the fuck out of my bed and come here to work you know like i'm forcing myself to like do things you know i have a gym downstairs like and obviously Mm -hmm. everything comes with all these things are privileges that i have you know Mm -hmm. and so i'm trying to work out more and actually doing weights now so i'm trying to set up the foundation for next year so i will be healthier yeah that's awesome i also like I appreciate how, like, even though you talked about, like, really all the things that went on this year that are positive, also acknowledging to, like, our listeners that it's it's not all, like, lovey-dovey, beautiful flowers on the wall shit kind of thing, right? Like, you experience low lows, too. Mm-hmm. And that's also, like, very similar to where I am in terms of, like, I think we're moving towards, like, accomplishments, right? I think mm-hmm. I've done so much in terms of, like, 
finding my own apartment, being able to be more independent, yeah. right? Like Emily actu- in the city, the actual I'm, cool Emily. Not that like honestly, guys, if you're watching Emily in Paris, like don't. It's literally the worst. I live in Paris. I, there's no one that looks like Emily or talks like Emily. And if she was there, we'll probably wouldn't send her back, to, her the back US. to America. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also like took control of my finances and like in terms of like am on track to like the goals I've set in the beginning of the year. So like all that is great. But to your point, Rosa, I think like for me this past year, I think prioritizing my mental health was so important. And mm-hmm. you know, that's where like I got my ther like a consistent therapist I could reach out to. And like even amidst like all the wins in my life, like that came out of like the lows I've had, right? So like after I had my huge fucking ass panic attack <laughs> at my parents, that's like, oh, I need to like get the fuck out of here, like get my own apartment. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like, I think one thing I'm really proud of is just like my progress and trying to unlearn really unhealthy behaviors that I've built up over the years, either through like my childhood or just like a fixed mindset or preconceived notions of myself. And then just know where, where I need to like lean on myself to like, reframe that into like really positive thinking yeah and like all aspects of my life I, I realize I just like sometimes just come in like people don't realize it when you talk to me or when you see me like I'm just generally a really positive person but in my head I'm actually really negative and especially just to myself like your own your own worst critic and for me mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like reframe it it's like dude if you could apply the same compassion if you can't apply the same compassion to other people you can apply it to yourself right amen yes it's hard but then it's also it's like you need to be patient with that because you spent 29 years of your life thinking this way it's not gonna take a month for you to come back to that so i think that's honestly my my most major accomplishment this year trying to like reframe being able to reframe my my thinking and that's that's huge, you know, because like you said, we spend years learning this, like having these strains of thought. And some of us don't have the tools to kind of be able to like redirect these thoughts and turn them into, they don't all have to be positive, but to be more like effective and productive, you know. Once I moved to the, out of the US and stop like with this rat race of like, being so competitive with myself, trying to always think about my career and just stop focusing so much on that and focus more on my relationships with people and my happiness. It has helped me a lot more mentally. I think that now, like, I'm more like, I know that there's going to be a storm that's going to come eventually, that it's not always going to be, you know, fair, fair weather, but I think I have the tools to deal with it now. Before I was just like, oh my god, uh, end of the world, right? Yeah. Um, I will panic at the smallest side of things, but now it's more okay, unable to do it. But it's because I think I have the mental tools, like and like you said, it's always good to have a therapist to reach out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess so. Like, add a lot of accomplishments. You know, what are other accomplishments that you're really proud of this year, Rosa? running two marathons that I could be <laughs> yeah thank you yeah, listeners don't know about this but yeah Rosa did it like almost back to back no yeah that was not like that was fun but that was not fun <laughs> so like we had to so the the original plan was to run in April the marathon of Paris and then in September the marathon of Berlin 
But the Marathon of Paris, because of COVID, got delayed. So now we had to run first the Berlin, which is like, you know, the, the six major marathons in the world. And then after like three weeks, uh, we ran the Marathon of Paris and it was crazy. Like, I don't, still do not know how I did it, but we did it. Uh, Catherine and I did it and I'm so proud. And we actually also ran the half marathon. But honestly, the half marathon is like baby talk compared to like actually running a whole marathon. So, but honestly i don't know how we did it but i think it's also like the pandora or the pandemic <laughs> it has made me realize that like you cannot plan for everything you know mm-hmm. like i have learned because of this catastrophe that like honestly at the end of the day before i used to like fall apart like i said before about like the smallest inconvenience and then it's like Rosa, okay you get to run a, a fucking marathon shut the fuck up you paid to fucking run a marathon so you're definitely privileged and you know get over it and run so i learned how to do that and be consistent in something that you want to do and so hopefully 2023 we're gonna run the marathon of new york 2000 2000- with me and diane Exactly. I wanted to bring that up because, like, honestly, I would love for that to happen. That'd that's be amazing. Like, that's like a dream of mine because, I mean, honestly, like, the marathon in Berlin, Berlin was amazing and so was the Paris. But you don't, like, when I see the energy of the marathon of New York, like, the people actually partying and, you know, like, cheering for the people i i just think it's so beautiful like i remember when i used to live in new york going there and cheering for people and it's always fun you know it's you're outside thing. yes i love that energy like you know you don't understand how like it, it feeds you when you're running and you're being like 20 miles in and you're literally like everything hurts when people just read your name it's like go rosa go i'm like honestly i could run like at least one more mile <laughs> <laughs> it's like that energy boost yeah oh my god well yeah i'm, I'm excited for that too i mean i'm speaking we're gonna speak it into existence for sure I mean, yes. has already signed up for nine plus ones i have admitted that i'm procrastinating but i will do that very soon before the year ends um but the hope is that we all all four of us can run hand in hand the 2023 marathon by four with catherine too so it will be t- it w- they will be five because of Tom too. Oh yes! Oh my God, you're right. Yes, the five of us. Okay, I don't know realistically how the hand in hand would work because I'll probably be dying and like you'll be faster than me. But we'll we'll see if we can make that happen. We'll figure it out. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. jump in. Like, I mean, I don't even know which times we're all gonna do, but it would be awesome to have our picture together and like welcome oh back to NYC. Like. I'm so excited. Like, honestly, uh, running has become such a big part of my life. And I think it has always been a big part of my life. But now I see it more as a escape. But not only as a escape, but also as a a community, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, especially, like, shout out to Tom. Like, I follow him and I follow, like, so many influencers. And I do feel like we have this connection, right, that we're not only like it's just running it's about like the memes and the videos and where the best places to run and, and i pain. feel like the <laughs> and i really think that um anything that you do you can build community around it and running has been a community that i really enjoy to be part of so yes definitely i'm so excited um okay so i guess in terms of any other accomplishments you want to 
to note before we go into like our next part we're just talking about like what we're most grateful for i mean i think that the biggest accomplishment for me has been that i don't know maybe it's mushy but it's just like i have a partner now and like i didn't like fly it away like honestly this is the most commitment that i ever had in my life and i think this is the most commitment that i'm very sure I'm willing to give because for me marriage is an archaic institution that is patriarchal and I will now be part of the shit so like if you're gonna get married good for you I'm so romantic I will go to your wedding and cry because I always cry at weddings and I'm happy for you but it's not like my thing you know yeah so I I think that having a mortgage with someone for 25 years is as much of commitment as I'm gonna have and so I'm proud of myself because like you know, I have, I have had little meltdowns over this. You know, I even have like a rash over like, like I I mean before I used to be commitment phobic, and I think it's just more like it's not about it's more about like the person. So I think that before I wasn't ready, and now I'm ready because Justin is the right person. So he makes it worth it. So yeah, I'm, I'm more like I'm really happy with that i'm really happy with what the the home that we're building together so it feels more like i gave myself the permission to take a chance and i'm happy i did wow as rosa was saying this i was just making like 10 million different types of facial reactions (laughs) by the way this is like first time i mean like it's it's obvious because of all the actions she's she's done with jocelyn but like this is the first time i'm actually hearing it come from her from you, Rosa. Like, yeah. All that, all that love. All the love. I mean, honestly, like, I think it's scary because um, I'm very much an individual, which is really crazy because I'm from Peru and, you know, we're very, uh, in the, uh, what's it called, more community society. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I was raised in the United States and pretty much that made me. And so I really always like to be very by myself and do my own thing. So it's really hard to, like, be part of of something you know i don't know how to explain it but it's like how is a we now like we yeah, don't do this shift in love, lifestyle and like priorities because there's another person in your life yeah exactly like now i make brands with another person which is really weird i think like some people for them is comes naturally but for me it doesn't i'm very much a lone wolf so trying to make brands with somebody trying to like always be like oh what are we gonna even if it's just what are we going to have for dinner, right? I was talking to Catherine about it too today. It's just like all these things that you kind of have to make space for someone else. And it's like, damn, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've already said a lot of what I had mentioned too, but just to call out like also realizing, um, like my worth in terms of just also career Mm -hmm. and so like similar to you rosa i i think this the end of this year like i'm gonna i have two weeks off at the end of the work and so i'm gonna spend a lot of that time going home and just reflecting on what i really want to do in my my career like where do i want to go next and i think a lot of that reflection will really jump into what my plans are for next year Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm really excited for that and it's more of like shifting my mindset of you know, it's, it's time to grow. Like, where do you want to grow in or excel in? Is it, like, at your current place? Or are you trying to go somewhere else? And I think I'm, uh, that reflection will really happen. Um, and then the last thing is also trying to, like, give less fucks on what people say 
acknowledging that what people say is not a reflection of you, but a reflection of their own priorities, their own agendas, their own worldview. And if it's not something you agree with, it doesn't like you set your own boundary. Like you don't have to be friends with them. You don't. You don't need them to be your partner, right? And you have the decision, the power to make that for yourself and like get rid of what's toxic for you. And I think that's something that like I definitely want to look and keep with when I go into twenty twenty two. That's beautiful. I mean, know your worth definitely. And it's hard, especially like, bro, like we talked about this before, like being a woman in the workplace, it's so hard. Like I actually had this conversation with a lot of my friends recently because we all have like the end of the year talks, you know, and actually I told my boss that I was looking outside, you know. Yeah. Well, you told him directly. What do you say? Because I was applying, I mean, I was, I applied for another um position inside the same company so i had to tell him and i didn't want to because i didn't know like it's kind of like a long shot of getting it so we'll see and i'm not really sure i don't really think i'm gonna get the position but i just wanted him to know that like you know like i'm kind of getting yeah like i'm getting kind of tired of like i feel like he always gives me like the soft things to do you know Mm. like instead of challenging me more and that one that has like the most like more like communication and like you know sometimes he's like oh can you send an email to me for me and i'm just like cool you know because he's my boss but at the same time it's like do you ask all the other engineers to do these things you know like sometimes i feel like a lot of the things that i do are i do are very much like just time consuming like it's just to do something but i don't really learn or get anything out of it if that makes sense yeah 100 percent. i totally know what you mean so it's like you're just making me like be a hamster in the wheel, but it's not really anything that to bring value. So I think it's a good thing. Like we are taking charge of our careers. That's good. Yeah, I'm not in a really I'm not in a male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's less of that. It's more of like at a standstill in my career. Like how where do I need to go? What do I need to learn to like get to that next step? And like how do I push myself to do that? You know, without obviously not putting too much pressure, but also setting like realistic goals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that shit's real, man. Anyway, uh, shifting a little perspective a bit before we wrap up with like next year and goals and what we're looking forward to, let's take some time to reflect on what we're grateful for this year. So Rosa, like what, what are you grateful for? What have you been and will be grateful for in the future? I'm grateful for learning how to cook. Like honestly, <laughs> life skills. Oh my God, can you teach me please? Cause I'm so sick of my own cooking and it's only like month five of living in my apartment. But you cook so good. Like, I mean, what you make is good. Like, what do you mean? You never tried my food. <laughs> I only remember the ramen, the drunk ramen that we used to eat. You mean the one I fucking boil in a pot <laughs> or almost blew your apartment up with? Okay, cool. No, but like, I remember us having ramen multiple times and it was good. Great. I know how to boil water. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, I, I have improved my cooking. Uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have Juslan, who actually is really good at cooking. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I'm grateful for my job, even though like you know sometimes it was not ideal. But I'm grateful for all the things like being in France and actually having rights, <laughs> like labor rights are very important here, and we get a lot of things perks. I'm grateful for my friendships. I think that like the pandemic kind of like really strengthened my friendships like made me see who are my real friends and really like you know got getting to go to Miami and see 
everyone. It was fun. And like, you know, like being able to see my friends when I went to Atlanta, my two best friends from high school. You know, like it's crazy how like, you know, 2009 we graduated and we're still friends like from all those years ago. You know, you can be like, fuck, it's crazy. It's more mm-hmm. like almost 20 years that we known each other, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm very grateful for like the relationships I have and my friends and my partner and the house that we live in now. And yeah, and I'm grateful to like I'm biased, but I'm grateful to live in the most beautiful city in the world. You know, yesterday we went to the theater. Juslan gave me a surprise and he just took me to the theater and we got to see uh, the machine of Turing, which is amazing. We're geeked out, you know, big nerds. So obviously we like the, the theater. And then we had some nice, uh, we went to Abu Langeria Bakery and we had some nice coffee with you know, a, a nice dessert, and I was just like overlooking the opera house, and I was just like, "Wow, I love my life." You know, like I love living in Paris. Paris is not bad, and it's just like, "Wow, I get to live a fantasy," and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, wow. Uh, I would say for me, what I'm grateful for, um, definitely my friendships. To your point, Rosa, just like being able to shred a lot of friendships and. Just know that they're like at any time I you know feel uncomfortable or just want to share some things with them or just like have fun. I know like which friends I can rely on to like help with like. And help Emily with is popular, okay? She whoa, be whoa, whoa. California with chilling with a bunch of friends. She be in Boston chilling with a bunch of friends. She worldwide. Well, you mean nationwide? But nationwide, <laughs> nationwide. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think I'm popular. Just like I have like my set of um college friends that I really still keep in touch with I'm so grateful for that you know we've been together for like more like eight nine years nine ten years I'm grateful for my for my best friend for Mita shout out to her um for always being that person in my life I'm grateful for BTS even though I could (laughs) even though I couldn't attend their army um, stand up in person concert still like um, my my friends was like why do you like why would you why would you cry at a concert and I'm like you don't understand (laughs) especially if I ever go back to in person concert it's just like the the feeling of like knowing like in terms of music knowing you can rely on their music and then just like being in the presence of all of the people that have gone through a Pandora together like I feel like if I if they come back for a world tour, which I think they are next year, I think I will definitely cry. For you better hours. come to Paris with me and cry with me. Honestly, like when I saw Big Band in Peru in Lima, yo, like they. I'm pretty sure it's lit. There we go. They go. They go crazy, don't they? Like, bro, like all Latin America was there, and they graced us, Peru, in <laughs> Lima, and when <laughs> and when. G-Dragon put that little chuyo on, which is a Peruvian hat. Literally, I cry, I scream, I fainted. It was like <laughs> the best crossover that ever was. So I totally understand. Yeah. I Yes. But on a more, yeah, on a more serious note, too, like I'm grateful for my parents who I talked to my friend recently and like she's been going through like all these problems with her family. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm so grateful that like I know that if I always run into any problems or issues just like emotionally they'll always be there you know and i think that's also that's so beautiful to like know that you have family that will always be there for you at any time like willing to be like hey are you okay and all that so super grateful for that grateful for like this apartment i'm living in and like 
a great amazing landlord that like super supportive being able to like have my own space and quiet to like do all the things i want to do again that comes with privilege but like also being able to like live in new york and have a salary that that can afford that and being able to go out and do all these things on my free time you know and then last but not least just really grateful for my therapist being able to just like take charge of my mental health to like really unpack all the things I've been like trying to hide away for like 29 years of my life and for just a better future Emily that will always be self-reflective and like we'll figure it all along the way you know it's like a it's a it's a work in progress but all of that yeah Emily because honestly those are strengths you know being self-reflected I wish I was more self-reflected because I feel like that's how you grow uh, but yeah, just like getting patience for myself and just like pushing myself to like be in a growth mindset. Um, well, on that note, let's like end with like goals. Like what are what are some goals for next year? What are you looking forward to, Rosa? Okay, so my goal next year is to be able to afford all the weddings that I could. <laughs> oh no. my god. On the on the serious note, on a serious as note, like my goal next year is to spend more time in the US. So I have a wedding. Um I'm going to the US in May. Hopefully I'm gonna go for the whole month. And I'm gonna go uh I have a wedding in September. I wanna in the future become like bicontinental because you know bicostal is not enough for me so i want to live like nine months in paris uh-huh. and then the rest which will be three months yeah i can add <laughs> and then the rest three months in new york i would love to do that so would that be like a three-month sabbatical or are you saying like you're a remote employee that can work wherever yeah exactly and that's why one of the pieces of this puzzle is for me to change my job because i'm looking for jobs that are flex time Mm. and what that happens is that you can actually i mean for example as programmers we have this the visibility that they see how much i'm coding because it's literally being pushed into the github so they see how much i'm working so it doesn't really matter the hours so i want to work in a place that have flex work so when i'm in new york i work new york hours and when i'm in paris i work paris hours so i don't have to like you know wake up at three in the morning to work i can just work at any time yeah exactly Mm -hmm. that's the dream that's the that's the hope and so because i mean things like I still want to see everyone and I feel like going, I don't want to live in Miami. I don't want to drive, but I still want to live in the States and I love New York. So I think it's time to go back. And I mean, we can always Airbnb our apartment for three months. So it will be like net zero. It's not like we're spending more money, you know? Yeah. Also you and Jocelyn would, would be going together too. Yes. And he'll find a, a job that can do that as well. Yes. So like that's, we'll see. Like, I mean, more like, Living three months, nine months is more like in a future. Right now, it's more like, let me see how I can get to live, to be there for one month in May and one month in September. Because honestly, once you get old, like, as you get older, like, before, I used to be able to just go to Paris for the weekend. But now, like, the time change fucks me up. Like, just going there and back, I'm already dead. So I'm, I'd am rather just go once and stay there for a couple of months and then come back. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I'm thinking to do, but we'll see. 
and that's that's like my main goal for life then another goal is like uh be- become more like Parisian in that like have us make like you know like have more of like uh input in the community volunteer more do more like a clubs and stuff like that like i was in a book club and i'm still are but i haven't been able to be that big part because i've been traveling a lot and like family and stuff so i'm gonna try to make more of an effort to actually do things so yeah and besides that i don't really have that many goals like you know stay sane you know keep working (sighs) in my mental health like yeah trying to not have as many bad days like i feel like a lot of the times it's just my very pisces persona that like it just becomes like oh my god i love the drama you know <laughs> like sometimes i just want to walk around in my robe and like it's just like sometimes i just want to slap myself like rosa i wasn't that deep like you need to get the fuck like sometimes it is deep but sometimes it's just like me loving the aesthetic of sad girl you know like Rosa, you've been listening to way too much Lana Del Rey. You need to fuck, come the fuck down, kind of thing. You know, I love my moods. Like you know, when I'm in a bad mood or in a sad mood, I just love to like dwell in it. That's hilarious. Because Ro- Ro- Rose is in a red robe right now. Yeah, <laughs> Are you I know. In a mood right now. <laughs> Why do I love Rose so much? Oh my god. Like I didn't even invest in those. It looks really, co- it looks really comfortable. It is comfortable. Like, honestly, are you just like full naked? Oh no, you're wearing something underneath it. No, okay. I'm wearing my, uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland pajamas. But anyway, so yeah, so that's my goal, and also to run more. And actually, like, I'm going to a podiatrist that Catherine recommended me. So I'm actually trying to take care more of myself to be healthy because, bro, I'm getting older. So uh, I'm going Ooh. more to the dot. I'm going to. I already took so many like uh what's it called appointments to go to all these doctors to check myself to go to the dentist even though i hate it like you know to actually be on top of my health so that's another goal and my final goal is to figure out that what the fuck i want to do with my hair because like i keep dying it and i just don't know like i really want something different like i think after all the weddings, because since I'm going to be a bridesmaid, I know that my friends will be like, Rosa, you fucking shave your hair. fucking." So I'm trying to like do something drastic, but I don't know what. So I'll figure it out after the weddings. Do you have ideas? Like you want to cut it all off, like permit, color it? Like what's the situation? So have you watched the movie with Kristen Stewart, like Happiest Season? Nope. Well, she has like, she has like this much, like she has like, Okay, so if you are listening to me and you you feel your head and then you put three fingers up and then to your temple, she has all of that, like, shaved. Ah, uh, okay. Just that, just, like, that little patch. And, like, it looks so good on her. I mean, I have curly hair, so I don't know if I can handle that. So like, just the sides of her head are shaved, like, both sides or just no, one just side? just one side. Ah. I don't know. I look so good on her. But also, like, I have a kind of mini crush on Kristen Stewart because she looks so good in that movie. Anyway, but, like, on a serious note, like, figure out what the hell to do with my hair. Because I'm just bored of it, but I did promise my grandma that I wasn't going to cut it because, you know, I'm indigenous, so we don't cut our hair. Oh, I see. Oh, you did color it. Whoa, I never I haven't. I f- feel like you're, you always have your hair back, so I never see it this long yeah, before. It's quite long. Uh, but, yeah, okay, so I can definitely go through the goals I have. 
Um, it's pretty straightforward. I, one of the things I want to do is just do more like personal development, and that includes being able to find other types of hobbies or activities I'm interested in pursuing. Like I know definitely want to get back into running. That's happening, especially with doing the nine plus one next year to like qualify for the marathon 2023 but also i want to do like a hobby related to like physical so invest in like self-defense classes so one of my friends devin like she does she did krav maga and she really loved it so i want to find a krav maga class in new york city and commit to it and like do that um like in terms of personal education self-education i want to like take classes online okay i know this might be like one of those things that's like, oh, I'll do it for January and then like I'll fall off of it. But I'm going to try, really try to like figure out, okay, like what I do need to do in advance my career or if I want to do like side passions, find classes that like connect to it. Um, I need to learn how to cook or find better ways to learn how to cook, though I don't know if that really will happen because I'm just like not inventive. I talked to my friend one day and I was like, dude, all I want to do is just like eat. Like I just, <laughs> why can't something just like magically appear? Like, okay, I'll just eat this. Like. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's quite hard. Um, and then also be able to step in my reading game. Okay, so I had a goal of 12 this year. And I fell short. I only read eight books. So for next year, I really want to do at least one book a day. I mean, not a day, like a month. And I think it's possible. Go big or go home. Yeah, 365, right? Um, no, I think I think it's possible because I actually also like Harvard Bookstore had like a whole warehouse sale and I bought like a bunch of books there. So I have some like lined up already in their different categories. So that'd be really fun. And I just want to say like you should look out into audiobooks um, mm. because I mean, for example, me, that helps me a lot. Like sometimes when I'm cleaning, instead of like waking up all my neighborhood with my reggaeton music, I sometimes put like, you know, a book or something. It really helps out because sometimes it's just like, it's not that you don't want to read. It's just more that you're like tired. Not in the mood. Yeah, exactly. So you can like actually like, for example, do something like knit. I don't know what you do with your hands. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I know what you mean. Like sometimes when I like really tired I, or don't want to look at a screen, I also listen to podcasts. Yes, and exactly. And then I just like color or like just scroll mindlessly on Instagram while listening to the podcast. But I mean, it's, it's cool. It's like a good like use of my time because I'm like still learning something um what else two more things i want to like also listen to like other types of music i think like i mean my preference is just just general pop like i just play like top hits and our k-pop but like just like be able to find other types of music i'm interested in and i think it's just sometimes very overwhelming because like i open spotify and there's just like so many things i'm like where do i start so if anyone has recommendations or rosa if you have any please please send them my way and then last but not least like in terms of relationship building, be intentional with the relationships I want to grow and who I'm spending time with. I think like, I feel like time just fi- flies by so quickly when you're, the older you get, it's like, it, I feel like time just like, the concept of time just halves. And so I'm just trying to figure out, okay, like who am I hanging out with? Like who am I surrounding myself with? And just being intentional about that. Um, and that also will be, is part of just like, you know finding a relationship like being intentional with who i'm dating like what i have time and effort for and yeah getting my shit together so cheers to 2022 hell yeah uh any any last thoughts rosa you know like as we wrap up this last episode of the year i just want to wish everyone listening to this uh happy holidays happy new year 
positive vibes. Let's get this. Let's do this. Get vaccinated. Get your boosters, you know. Wear your mask. Drink your waters. Read a book. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. All the things that Rosa has said, like, 2022 is a new year. It's also, like, I feel like we always set goals at this time of year, but we could always get set goals at any time, you know? And time is relative, baby. That time is relative. And then, yeah, happy holidays. Also want to acknowledge that, you know, sometimes holidays might not be the best for some folks, you know, because it's, mm-hmm. yeah, especially if you're lonely or, you know, there's other things going on in your life. So, like, just know it's just a passage of time. 2022 is a new year. And um, for those who are lonely, their holidays, you know, we have, you, you have us. Listen to all of our podcasts and then listen to them again. Listen to, to the, our popular podcast uh, that we have, <laughs> the spicy one. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I'll get through this um, and we'll see you on the other side, 2022. Bye. Bye. <laughs>